kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it with a teacher, a classmate, a relative, or someone you think should hear it. And thanks. What is systemic racism? When big groups of people or institutions are being racist, it's when more than one person does it, like a company. And I think systemic racism is um, things such as Jim Crow law. Systemic racism is when racist ideas and notions are embedded into laws and rules of our government or major institutions that have a lot of influence in our society. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. I'm Matthew, your host. The voices you heard at the top of our show were from Noel, Layla, and Jordan. Each week we talk about the big things going on in your world with a different author from our A Kid's Book About series. Hi, my name is Jordan Theory, and I'm the author of A Kid's Book About Systemic Racism. I am a 37-year-old African-American male, born and raised in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a filmmaker and social change activist. You may have already listened to the first episode of this podcast where a kid's book about founder, Jelani Memory, talked about what racism is, what it can look like, and how you can identify and disrupt it when you see it. Jelani and Jordan have known one another since high school. Jordan will talk about that later in the episode, not to mention Jelani's amazing three-pointer skills. (laughs) But first, let's hear how a kid's book about systemic racism came to be. When a kid's book about wanted to take a deeper dive into the issue of racism, Jelani reached out to me, and this is right around the time that George Floyd was murdered last summer. And he asked if doing a book on systemic racism or institutional racism was something that I was comfortable doing. And I think he already knew the answer. (laughs) It was definitely yes, because a lot of my work has been to dismantle a lot of these laws that have some racist ideas in them and change them to make them better and more fair for everyone. And given the timing of the George Floyd murder, we knew that a lot of people were going to be wanting to talk with what was happening all around the country with their kids. And so we we really wanted to put some urgency around finishing the book and making sure that, you know, parents and teachers had it available as a tool to have those discussions. Jordan defines systemic racism as racist ideas and notions that are embedded into laws and rules of government or major institutions that have a lot of influence in our society. These systems or institutions already have a great influence on your life. The education system, for example, is the institution that provides schooling for children from preschool through college. It's made up of rules and guidelines that determine what public school you attend, how many days make up a school year, what things you learn in a given school year, and what skills you need to master in order to move on to the next grade. 
Systemic racism can hurt people uh, in similar ways that individual racism can hurt people. The difference is that sometimes you're being hurt by systemic racism and you can't necessarily point your finger at a person to blame because it is a lot of different factors and rules that may have existed for a long time before you were even born. Does everyone in your city or state have access to the same quality education that you have? Are there some schools that have more resources or better teachers or a nicer building? Maybe your family enrolled you in a private school. Can anyone attend that school? What factors might be keeping some people out while giving others an easier chance to attend? These are not easy questions to answer, but they are questions that you have a right to ask. And sometimes the answer to what is keeping some people out or giving some people less is an issue of systemic racism. Here's Jordan. I have been pulled over by police much more than my white friends have. Many police officers that I've interacted with, I feel like, had a bias against African-American Black people and were more likely to pull them over because they thought that they were committing a crime or were likely to go and commit a crime. Bias is when someone has an idea or a preference for one thing over another, and sometimes they have biases that are based on ideas that are unfair or untrue about other people. And so that's one way systemic racism has impacted me in my many interactions with police in the past. Another way that it's impacted me, and I've talked about this in the book as well, is just growing up, there wasn't a lot of representation of African-American males on television and in film that was anything different than an athlete, a musician, a dancer, or a comedian. Those were sort of the main roles that I saw represented in the media for an African-American male. And those were the things that I sort of aspired to because that's what I thought was possible for me. I didn't necessarily think that I could be an astronaut or an architect uh, or an engineer because I didn't necessarily see those representations of people that looked like me in the media. And systemic racism has unfortunately, you know, limited the type of people that are represented in the media in the past. And so a lot of the people that were in those sort of positions on TV and film were white men. And I didn't see myself as a white man. And so I didn't see myself as being able to be an astronaut, engineer, architect. Okay, listeners, time for a quick check-in. Systemic racism and individual racism are related, but they can look different. Can you describe how they're the same? Can you describe how they're different? Pause the episode and talk to a grown-up if you have one nearby. Ask them these questions, too. How is systemic racism the same or different from individual racism? I think systemic racism is different from regular racism because um, it it's the laws, like racist laws, and um, racism is when someone says something mean to someone just because of the color of their skin. Individual racism might be, you know, me saying to you, hey, I don't like uh, who you are because your skin is brown and I think that's ugly. And that's racism and that's unfair. Uh, Systemic racism can make you feel ugly 
without anyone necessarily telling you that you're ugly. It can make you feel like you're worse than because of all of the rules that may make it harder for you to be successful, that may put uh, people who look different than you on a pedestal and say, this is what beauty looks like, right? And if you're the opposite of that, then what are you inferring about yourself? You think that you might be ugly. Systemic racism, it's hard to point the finger at any one person. It's invisible in many ways until you see it and then you see it everywhere, unfortunately. We'll hear more from Jordan, including the answer to one of the questions you submitted right after this quick break. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our Kids Book About series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say, your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about systemic racism, what it shares in common with individual racism, and how it affects all of us. Now that we have a better idea of what systemic racism is and what it looks like, I'm turning to Jordan to help us better understand why systemic racism exists in the first place. When settlers came over from Europe, they had the idea that they were a superior group of people uh, than people who already lived on that land, indigenous people, Native Americans, and people from Africa that were brought over as slaves into the United States and and to the rest of the Americas. And so a lot of those rules and laws, you know, have been passed down and they've been changed a little bit over generations. But the idea that um, white people are superior still exists in a lot of people's minds. Sometimes they're aware that they have that bias, but oftentimes they're not aware that they have that bias. And so both those those rules and those laws that are still affecting our society, as well as the people who live in our society, having that idea that they're better than others is why systemic racism still exists. Systemic racism exists and it affects the people around you. Some people benefit from systemic racism. They have privilege and opportunity where others do not. Systemic racism makes access to that opportunity harder, sometimes even impossible for others, namely people of color or those not considered white. 
I asked Jordan how systemic racism affected him and his childhood. So as a young person, I didn't believe that I was smart. I was not um, someone that took uh, school seriously because I didn't see myself as being an academic achiever. I saw myself as being someone that was you know, supposed to be good at basketball, someone that was supposed to be very entertaining to my classmates. And that's what I sort of embraced that idea and that image of myself. And so that impacted my life in a way where, you know, I didn't necessarily go to the college where I wanted to go to. You know, I struggled when I got to college because I didn't take my, you know, middle school, high school classes very seriously because I didn't see myself as an academic achiever. So Jelani Memory and I met in high school at what is now the YMCA. He was a very, very talented basketball player. And when we played each other in high school, he he scored like 30 points on us, mostly three-pointers. So very talented basketball player, Jelani. And we've been able to stay in touch over the years. And he actually supported some of my work with my film, The Black Fatherhood Project, uh, which was really powerful as well to get to work with him. When a kid's book about wanting to take a deeper dive into the issue of racism, he asked if doing a book on systemic racism or institutional racism was something that I was comfortable doing. And I think he already knew the answer. <laughs> it was definitely yes. Jordan did and does confront systemic racism on almost a daily basis, but he has no doubt about what helped him to change the way he saw himself. I had a very loving family and they were very encouraging and very supportive of me um, throughout my life. And I wouldn't have been able to achieve the things I have achieved if it weren't for such a loving family that I have. We received a number of questions from listeners like you about systemic racism, and most of them came down to a question of why. That's what Noelle in Maryland wanted to know. Like why people are racist because we're all human. It's not like someone else is an alien. So I asked Jordan if he had any suggestions on how we can help disrupt systemic racism. You can help end systemic racism by speaking up when you see that something may be harder for a person of color than it is for a white person. Uh, when you see someone being treated unfairly because of the rules, because of the laws, speak up and speak out against those things and say, this isn't fair. It's very helpful when white people speak up on some of these issues to call out uh, the unfairness and the injustice, especially because sometimes if you're the only you know, person of color in the room, um, it can be really difficult and scary to speak up on those issues. Supporting uh, people and speaking up about those injustices and those unfair rules is going to be really helpful. And I think that's one thing that people can do to help end systemic racism. Thank you to Jordan Theory, author of A Kid's Book About Systemic Racism, for joining us today, and to our two very special kid voices for helping make this episode what it is. Hi, my name is Layla. I am 10 years old, and I live in Maryland. My favorite things are art and my cat. My name is Noel. I am 9 years old and live in Maryland. I like to do art and science. Thanks, Layla. Thanks, Noel. 
If you want to be on a future episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast, or if you have a question you'd like us to consider, have a grown-up email us at listen at akidspodcastabout.com, and we'll send you the details. A Kid's Book About, the podcast, is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by A Kid's Podcast About. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. And if you like this episode, consider sharing it with a friend, teacher, or grown-up. Join us next week for a conversation about divorce with a kid's book about author, Ashley Simpo. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya!